uh, I remember after end of about two or three months in PVR, I sat back. It was 11 in the night, and I cried. I said, "Where the hell have I reached?" If somebody wants great life, great work-life balance, then at times you will lose out to a person who's willing to put a lot more. Do you have the courage to look yourself in the eye and say, "Hey, I think I did this wrong." The day a person can actually do that, you're on a path of becoming a leader. When we step into the world of work, we all have different aspirations, and one of the most common aspiration is to become a boss. But aiming for that position comes with its own unique set of challenges and requires special skills. Today, we are diving headfirst into the realm of ambition to explore the age-old question: How do you get your boss's job? Now, the term "boss" has different emotions attached to it. Some of us believe. we could excel in the role better than our bosses while others might see it as a career progression however whatever the motive is becoming a boss is not an easy feat to become one it takes more than just ambition it demands resilience adaptability and a bit of cleverness in this podcast we have mr gautam datta with us who is the co ceo of pvr cinemas Gautam, with his decades of experience, has poured all his wisdom, all his knowledge in this power-packed podcast. When you will listen to every bite, every second, you will understand what it takes to become a leader, what it takes to go from here to here in your corporate ladder. You would learn how you can take your boss's job. Yes, that's the secret which Gautam shared in this podcast. So get your notepad ready because you will have a lot to absorb. Let's get started. from transitioning dilemmas like quitting or switching your job to the dreaded career breaks from make or break situations like negotiating ctcs or handling feedback between peers to people related complexities like handling a difficult manager or a toxic work environment workwise we cover it all hi welcome to workwise with nokri a show to help you work better and accelerate your career It's an absolute delight to have you on the show. Welcome, Gautam. Thank you so much. Thank you. We always think that when we join any organization as an employee, we look up to a boss that someday I'll be where he is. How was your journey? If you look at my journey of seventeen years, I joined as a marketing manager, from a marketing head to becoming the CEO for Bluo, then becoming the CEO for PVR Cinemas, and today. having still a place in the merged entity of pvr inox is brilliantly placed and honestly in my journey a lot of thinking for me happened along with my boss because he saw a lot of potential he sort of stretched me and moved forward and and that's been my journey at least at pvr but is it okay to aim for the boss's like position yeah absolutely and why not in the sense but to be honest i i just feel that uh why aim for the boss's job just aim for growth uh, the growth sort of means that you're moving up and as i said when 
your boss will move up and you will move up. It shows for a great organization. It, it calls for a moving traffic. So you're moving fast and that's fine. And the other thing is, at times, unfortunately, if he doesn't give way, then you have to go non-linear and overtake him and move ahead. Now, that could happen within the organization. That could also happen, practically speaking, when you move out of an organization and move ahead. But the idea is always about growth. And one shouldn't take that eyes off. It's not about taking a position. It's about looking at uh, from the point of view of growth. Sometimes the bosses of the organizations, the bosses in the specific, they take it personally as a threat to themselves that this person is too ambitious. He might grow really fast and that's an insecurity. What do you say? Yeah, it's a lot of things put together. I think lack of training, mm -hmm. insecurity. And I think decoding a boss's job mm -hmm. absolutely incorrectly. Mm -hmm. It's about today, I believe a good leader is not about who knows everything. It's not about who is a topic expert. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all about grooming a great team, grooming a great culture. Mm -hmm. And I think a leader which is able to do that, me may not. Like I, I must tell you something about myself. I had gentlemen by the name of Santosh Sood, mm -hmm. with whom I worked over 16 years. Absolutely a genius, if I could say it. And all that he taught me and my learning largely happened through my years. I would just, just sit and listen to him and in awe of saying mm -hmm. what is this man made of mm -hmm. and i was just out of school mm -hmm. absolutely no formal education i had mm -hmm. no idea how advertising worked and i just sort of heard him uh, sort of deal with situations crisis mm -hmm. big projects and i never knew that i was kind of imbibing and learning so much mm -hmm. because he kept me mm -hmm. as a great leader he kept me in the middle of everything, mm. thanks to him, mm. and kept pushing me. He mm. pushed me to the hilt. So mm. much so, I remember having uh, one day reached out to him to say, but why do you scream and shout at mm. me all the time? Mm. He was very, very tough to me. And he gave me a one-line answer, I still remember, because he said, you allow me to. Others don't allow me, so I don't do that to them. Interestingly, you were influenced by Mr. Sood, that yeah. you, you loved his aura. Yeah. At times, we find flaws in our boss that, you know, had I been there, I would have done this thing in this fashion, would have given better results. Not realizing that person at the top has multiple things to like take care of. He knows what to trade off when. Whereas at the bottom of the pyramid, we are like, okay, we could have fixed this in a much better way. Sure. So... How do you look at that? When should someone realize that he is ready to go up the ladder? So honestly, I, I'm, I'm shivering to say this, but it's a fact that in his leadership style, I could see a lot of gaps because he was very tough. A lot of people found him a tyrant to work with. It wasn't easy because he would put you to task. He would ask you hard questions. He would be tough. Uh, he would want resilience. He would want hard work. He would want you to apply your mind. And he was brutal when it came to asking people to deliver. So while I was seeing that, I knew that, yes, all these is, is fantastic. The process is brilliant. But perhaps he could have done this better. Uh, but I also was very aware of the fact that I need to create my own style. And I also knew, and it also came from a very strong 
belief that I am not as intelligent, I am not as talented, skillful as he is. So, I have no right to be like him either. So, I tempered my style. A great leader in the making is a person who can look within and talk to himself and say, I didn't do this right. Can you look within yourself to say, what are the three or five things I need to work upon? If a situation happened, am I to be blamed? Do you have the courage to look yourself in the eye and say, hey, I think I did this wrong. The day a person can actually sort of do that, I think you're on a path of becoming a leader. So, I think it's very, very important that in every situation, can you look within on things that you can improve? And once you begin to do that, I think uh, a large part of your learning and, and development uh, sort of is naturally coming into place. Your example made me think of Mount Everest. We all aspire that, okay, someday we should climb Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. The view is going to be beautiful. Yeah. But then we settle down at the base camp that, oh, beyond this, we're going to be very tough. And the same applies to this entire journey as well. We all look up to that peak. Right. Then the one who has traveled it, he knows what it takes to be there. So if you have it, yeah. then take it. And ahead. honestly, cricket, you know, we all love cricket. Uh, who better the, the commentator will tell you every time, play one ball at a time on its merit. Somebody who's chasing a target, saying, I want to do a hundred. That's common. Don't you want more money? Don't you want a better boss? Don't you want to be the leader? Don't you want to be the CEO? Don't you want to go abroad for holidays? That remains constant for everybody. We're either monks who don't need it, and then there are people who need it, right? Now, the question is, again, my boss used to ask, what are you willing to sacrifice to get there? Everybody wants the same thing. What is your sacrifice point versus mine? If my sacrifice point is higher than yours, then I will do well. So the question is, if somebody wants great life, great work-life balance, every quarters of their life to be sort of in place, then at times you will lose out to a person who's willing to put a lot more. And that's the real structure of life and how it works. Inherent skill is one thing, but again, most leaders around the world will tell you it's really about the attitude. Skill can be taught. Attitude can't be taught. So if I understand the skills required to be the leader, to be the boss, one is taking the ownership, one is the growth mindset, one is taking those decisions and be okay in failing. Any other thing? Resilience. Resilience. Uh, very important. I think in every walk of life, mm -hmm. for every success, mm -hmm. you need to stand back and get back. Again, not give any leeway to your mind to say, I'm fine to quit. Uh, do you have the resilience to bounce back with your team, with individuals, with a process? Resilience to bounce back. So share an instance with us where you showed resilience or you had a challenge, a conflict in your journey and you were there. Every day. Uh, so much earlier in my career where I was given this portfolio and just walked in from an advertising where I was sort of the leader for about 100, 150 odd people. 
I came into PBR and and saw uh, most of the leadership not wanting to sort of uh, align and accept me as a leader. But the fact that I kept coming back at them with my own ways of whether it was bonding, acceptance, uh, wanting to sort of keep working on them. And today, the same set of people are working with me. They've grown. I have grown. And uh, honestly, I feel today so empowered with those guys. And it was the same set of people because of which uh, I, I remember after end of about two or three months in PVR, I sat back, it was 11 in the night, and I cried. I said, where the hell have I reached? Because I'm unable to do anything. There's just absolutely, they give me no room. And I wasn't used to that at all. Because, and, and there was this advertising, which was calling me back constantly. And I, I, I had an option of just leaving this and going there. And, and because they were all sort of aligned to the founder, I felt it was I'll never be able to break in. But uh, so when I was made the CEO of uh, operation, again, people just looked at me and said, what do you know? You're a marketing guy. For heaven's sake, what are you going to do about housekeeping, security and F&B? There were times when senior people within operation wouldn't even wish me good morning and we would cross. But the good thing is they're still in the system. And today, I would say we're all working together like a really truly bonded team that is what to my mind a good leadership is all about you spoke of relationships as well that right now as a team you work like really well as a like close unit you also feel that when an individual spends time at a certain role by proving himself through his work and also establishing the network that will work for him when he becomes that boss because navigating through those office politics the connections, the relation that you have with people, that really helps. Of course, it does. The person should spend time building relationships and not be just in this off, going really fast up the ladder. Remember a good management, which I, I guess, even if you don't have great bosses to begin with, at some point in time, the management takes over. You will get good people. You will come in the eyes of good leader, good management, and he will propel you. And at that point in time, you're so solid, you worked on the basics so well that you will end up uh, sort of uh, overachieving and, and getting to the goalpost that you always wanted. One last question. One piece of advice for anyone who has an aspiration to step into a position where he still thinks that he can do fairly well. What will be your take? Resilience. If you can do well, if you are doing well, keep doing that. Your time will come, number one. Don't bother. Don't rush. Yes, there is anxiety. Yes, there is frustration at times. But a good work is not wasted. Uh, you are adding that within your own portfolio, within your strength. And as I said, if he's the ultimate guy that you're working with, then conversation with him will always help. And still, if you don't get your way in, you don't get an opportunity, then uh, you're left with no other choice but to look at a linear progression. You move out and then move ahead. But if it's an organization, a big organization, where your immediate boss is someone 
who's cutting you out or not giving you the the way that's not the end of the world keep doing good work sooner than later you will be seen uh, you know sometimes weird things happen uh, he may get a better opportunity he may move out and that's when the calling happens so uh, a lot of things happen uh, when you just focus on the next ball in hand play one ball at a time can i do better today because that's what you have live in the present work upon constantly keep working upon yourself look within and say what are the three things i can improve upon myself the moment you say what are the five things great about me the mind works differently and the listeners out here they will be like oh my god this was truly insightful thank you so much thanks so much Thank you so much for listening to this episode of workwisewithnaughty.com. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you are listening to this. Also do share this with your friends who would benefit from this episode. I'm your host Divas Gupta and you are listening to Workwise with Naughty, a career podcast from naughty.com produced by Wine Studio. Thank you.